Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. And no matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 25. In this episode, we're going to talk about the next Call of Duty game. We finally hear more about The Last Night. The writer of Half-Life and Portal mysteriously returns to Valve. The old Hearthstone team is working with Marvel. And we compare our top 10 most anticipated games of 2019. Welcome to God Mode Unlocked episode 25. Alright, welcome to God Mode Unlocked episode 25. We're one quarter of the way to 100. Uh, the century mark. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting there. We're going to be the triple. The... Chad Ward edition. <laughs> so the Atlas giveaway has concluded. We're now giving away two G Fuel starter kits. One on player.gg and one on sliver.tv. So if you want to try G Fuel, there's your chance. Go look for those giveaways on our social media. Let's just dive right into our... I changed big news to top takeaways for the week. I don't know if oh, I okay, like yeah. that name or not. I don't know. I think I like it. So let, let's start in. So Infinity Ward, the original Call of Duty <coughs> developer... Their community manager tweeted this like graphic, like this GIF, and it seems to be a hint that Modern Warfare 4 is this year's Call of Duty. So it's been a while since we got an actual, you know, Modern Warfare, which is really what took the franchise to yeah. what it is now, which is what you yeah. despise. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what brought the series As to I would call it, what ruined the franchise. But it's really what put it on the map. Yeah. Was Modern War Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare? I really loved it right up until Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the the rumor is that Modern Warfare Four is going to be the 2019 Call of Duty game. the The rumor beyond that is that they're instead of doing a new campaign, they're remastering Modern Warfare 2's campaign. And Modern Warfare 2's campaign was the one that had that infamous uh, no Shooting. Russian level. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly they're removing that because they feel that. Well, it was controversial back then. It's even worse now. So they're going to remove that level from it. Um, the question that I had more than anything is because Black Ops 4 seems to be, it's really kind of like the pent-ultimate multiplayer Call of Duty. Because you've got the multiplayer, you've got Battle Royale, and you've got Zombies. I, I almost feel like that those elements, especially Battle Royale, I feel like they can't leave Battle Royale behind. Like, they can't do Modern Warfare 4 without doing a Battle Royale mode. But Infinity Ward's never done one. Um, I'm not entirely sure I, I agree with that. Just because, I mean, you look at, like, Fortnite, you look at PUBG. Yeah. They got legs. They don't need to be redone every yeah. single year. So I could see them saying, okay, you know, like, this might be, yeah, this might be, hey, this is, you know, last year's was the multiplayer one. This year's is the single player one. No way. Yeah, no this way. might be it. They're gonna but, do a multiplayer. You know, I, I um, I, well, Call yeah, of Duty single sort. player is irrelevant. Yeah, well, um, you know, I want to go back to that, um, the fact that they're taking out that one level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that says that like they knew it was gonna be an issue the first yeah. time, but they they wanted it to be. Well, an issue. obviously, they did it. It's one of those things where like we're invoking controversy to get people talking on. Yeah, purpose. yeah, yeah. And now they realize, you know, since they already did it once, that, you know, if you do it again, it'll just be tasteless. It'll yeah, just yeah. Be, yeah. You like, know, why just be crass. Do it again. So, yeah. So that's why it's coming out. But um, 
Yeah, you know, will there be multiplayer? Maybe of some sort, but I'll be shocked. Well, there'll definitely be multiplayer. If I'll be shocked if um, if there's a battle royale. Well, the thing is, though, you can't. They don't want to segment their player base because if you leave half your player base behind on Black Ops Four, and then take half of them forward, that's usually a bad move because then you've got you got to maintain both games. You yeah, got to I mean, do maintenance. It's, on... it's sort of like that anyway. though. Yeah, I mean, but I think this is going to fracture it, like, what was it? Was straight it, was down it, the middle. Was it um, Black Ops 2 or 3 that, like, skyrocketed? People still the, the play instant, all the time. The instant went backwards yeah. compatible on Xbox, it just skyrocketed. Yeah, I mean, there's all there's always been this, since they put, like, three or four developers on Call of Duty, there's definitely people who, like, I like World War Two version, I like Modern Warfare version, I like Black Ops version, but... Yeah. I feel like they can't... Like, they can leave zombies like every other game. I feel like they can get away with that. I feel like they could do campaign every other game. I, I feel like... Because Battle Royale is really, like... Blackout is the strongest point. Blackout and zombies are the strongest point of Black Ops 4. Like, I'm not sure, like, the standalone Call of Duty multiplayer is enough to, like, carry the game anymore. Yeah, but I feel like... The and if the campaign's only a mo- a remaster of an old campaign, I feel like the the battle royale games they only function because you can buy one game and it lasts for a long time. Yeah, I feel like if you if you try to switch that to like a yearly model where everyone has to buy a new game, well, that that just breaks. But like what makes but Fortnite battle royale for great. example totally redoes their map every two weeks. Yeah. Like they change it up. Like yeah, every, but they don't like, force weeks. you to buy a new game. Well, it's free to play to begin with. Yeah. And then they kill you buying yeah. stupid dances. But I mean, that's that's part of the appeal. I'll be shocked if they try to switch the. I think they have the to. battle royale model to like a yearly Madden I think style they have to. where you got to buy a new game. If they you. release a new Call of Duty, I think that doesn't have battle royale or zombies in it. It's DOA. I mean, they might try it. It's not COD. It's DOA. They might try it, and we all know, you know. DOA, not good. But um, they might try it, but it uh, I'll be shocked if it if it works. We'll probably find out between now and E3, I assume. That'll probably be like a Game Informer cover story or something. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to keep an eye on what they're going to do. Here is one that really came from left field, but it's really interesting. So Ben Brode was the director of Hearthstone. He's a really beloved Personality. He really took the game and, like, all the fans loved him. Yeah. So he and he took some of his Hearthstone team with him. They left Blizzard to form their own studio, I don't know, a few months ago. Yeah. And it's called Second Dinner. Well, they just announced that the game they're working on is actually a Marvel game, which blew me away. I was like, this is the first time, this is the first game this new studio is making. They're an indie studio. Yeah. It's a Marvel game. And they just got a $30 million investment from NetEase. So we keep hearing about NetEase. NetEase is a company that invested in Bungie. They funded Diablo Immortal. Now they're funding this, this which is a Marvel game. So it's obviously going to be mobile. It's probably going to be a yeah, PC, that's, PC, that's PC mobile game. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of assuming it's literally going to be like a, either a card game or some like board game. Because I don't know. I just this find is that, a really small team. Yeah, I just find it funny that like every week somebody seems to be making a new Marvel game. Well, like, like everybody is making a Marvel yeah. game at this point. Yeah, you know, I mean, like Marvel games are just coming out of you know Video everywhere. Game. You know, like Game Awards. Oh, here's a new Marvel game exclusive to the Switch. You know, I mean, yeah. 
Everybody is making a Marvel game right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, there's rumors floating around now that there's a new Fantastic Four game being made. And I mean, how many Marvel games are already on mobile? There's like two or three, aren't there? Probably a lot that we don't even know about. Yeah, like, I mean... Just garbage. Yeah, there's that... Um, uh, what is it? Something of Champions and... Who knows? You know. But this, to me... This is going to be like Contest a big, of Champions. That's what it is. A $30 million investment in this studio to make this game. So, And the fact that they're card game... Like, what else would it be? It's got to be like a card game or something like a oh, card yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a card game. That'd be pretty cool. Oh my goodness. Hearthstone that. artifact competitor. Yeah. So let's just move right on to artifact. This game has basically it's got a there's like nobody watching this game on Twitch. Like that's what I hear. And people are starting to question, like, is this game like just viable dead? going forward? Yeah. I mean it is Valve, so I feel like They'll do something. Well, they've been they've look how far they've brought Counter Strike and uh, twenty years of support for that yeah. game. Dota, you know, quite far. Um, but I feel like everyone has everyone misses eventually I don't know I, I, I heard is... one of the bigger problems with it right now is that games take like 40 minutes which yeah. is like you can play a game of Hearthstone in like 5 minutes Yeah. and Hearthstone nobody wants to play a card game for 40 minutes yeah single match so I feel like they'll just make some balance adjustments and you know they'll Hold some big tournaments for it. I don't know. I feel like yeah. they will get it up I mean, there. yeah, there's a way to make anything fun, really. If but it, I'm enough. I'm a little shocked that it is kind of falling on deaf ears right now because it's a new game from Valve, period. Like, I thought people would be a lot more psyched. And it's based on Dota, which yeah. is super popular. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I noticed that because I, you know, I stream on Twitch and I, I'm always looking at what games people are streaming and stuff what are the most popular what's not popular and i noticed the artifact was really low and then like two days later there was a thread on reset era about what why is this game so low i had just noticed that. yeah I, I just saw either today or yesterday a, a thread on reset era saying you know is this game dead dead yeah yeah i think that was the uh well it's funny too because gwent like a lot of people expected Gwent to be a huge hit, and it really... I mean, yeah. I think it's got its community, but it well, didn't yeah, take I, off nearly yeah, to Gwent the level. Yeah, Gwent is kind of... Yeah, it's kind of curious, because in Witcher 3, you know, it was a big deal. Right. At, <laughs> like, a lot of people pe- liked that it. That said, that's all they did was play Gwent. Yeah. Like, they, I didn't you, finish you the, the game, game I played 50 hours of Gwent. Yeah, you took the game out so that they could just focus on Gwent, and suddenly, like, nobody wanted to yeah. play anymore. Yeah, yeah. Odd. I, I, I wonder if it's just because... The appeal for card games is so niche that there's just not a lot of room for fragmenting that player base. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's only like a certain set of people that want to play card games, and they are. You know, you know what platform would be great for though? Oh, Switch. Yeah, perfect. Oh, perfect yeah. platform. Oh yeah. Perfect. But I mean, they already got they already got that Magic. There's the Magic the Gathering yeah. game. There's you know there's Hearthstone. There's. Uh, but none of those plat- games are on Switch. I feel nope. like there's. I feel like Artifact could poured over quickly to Switch yeah. and just they, I mean how many games have found success on Switch little indie like simple games yeah yeah. I don't yeah, think it'll I, happen you know but. and it's weird because I know like you know Switch with, and Nintendo part of their thing is they they sort of want to reach across to like the kids that are playing tablet games yeah yeah, or cell phone games or yeah. mobile games right. of any sort simplistic games and you know this seems like the perfect you know, marriage, and yeah, it just doesn't happen. Part of the reason. thing from Artifact, if you remember back, we had a discussion about how 
A, the game costs money. It's not a free-to-play game, yeah. which a lot of other card games are free-to-play. Yeah. And then there was a backlash against the business model because you couldn't get any cards without buying them. And we had a discussion about that. But it, it seems inevitable maybe that what Artifact will do is what they will go free-to-play. Maybe oh, a few months so. down the road. And that'll probably reinvigorate the I game. I just wonder how what they'll do for the people that did buy in already. Oh, they do that all the time. They give you skins and they give you these special profile badges to show that you're you know yeah. founder i'm a founder yeah yeah i mean else. i know it's happened before but you know I, if i was one of the people that did buy in early i'd feel a little burned the only time that it bothers me is when and it's happened to me several times is when i get it then within like a month it goes free to play if i buy it and like six months later or a year yeah. later i don't care whatever yeah. good for good more people get to play it I, yeah good for them you got your money's worth yeah yeah, I mean, if I go buy a game and I get plenty of entertainment out of it, I could care less what other people pay for it. That's yeah, it. yep. All right, so Celeste. This is a, a 2D platformer that got legitimate Game of the Year considerations from a lot of yeah. outlets. Got a lot of tens. Yeah. I played this game this week, and I'll talk about it later. Um, or maybe not. Maybe I'll talk about it now. But they had another game in development called Skytorn, which was like a procedurally generated Metroidvania-style game. So kind of like Diablo Dungeons, but Metroidvania-style. Yeah. Well, they canceled that game. That was going to be their next game. So now nobody knows what they're making, which is kind of interesting because when you're an indie developer and you get a hit of this level, you definitely want you know your next game to... To deliver, yeah, you know, and, and I, I guess that's just a little bit surprising to me. A, it probably shows that maybe they just got enough money from Celeste where they're like, we're not happy with this. We got to do something else. Yeah. Or is that like trouble? Like, did, that's do well, they kind of get lightning first, in a bottle and now they don't know what to yeah, do? Yeah, that was my first reaction. Is that this is big trouble? Um, he's gonna make Celeste two instead. Yeah, yeah you know? something like, like that. Um, I'm kind of surprised NetEase didn't toss him a couple million. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> well, I don't uh, think Celeste's on mobile. Yeah. Maybe uh, Epic will buy him out yeah, exclusive yeah. for the, the Epic store. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of surprising. You know, usually, you know, you never really think about these these teams, like especially the ones that have a big hit. Yeah. You know, it's it's you always hear about the sophomore slump. Yeah. And I wonder if that's the what pressure. This is. Yeah, well, because like you get this big hit, and then it's like, okay, well, now what do we do? How we top that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I played this game this past week. It's uh, it's actually Games with Gold for January. So if you have an Xbox, an Xbox Live, you can get it for free. I played it for five minutes and I decided I did not want to play it ever again. Oh, really? That bad? Um, it's not... I mean, like... I've played a lot of platformers in my life and I like a good number of them. Like, the last true platformer I probably played was Super Meat Boy. And I really loved that. I thought that was great. This is similar... Um, but it was like within like five minutes, it becomes apparent that this game's gonna be like pretty hard. Yeah, and there just wasn't enough there to make me want to continue on with it. Like I hear the story's really good. People are saying that the story's really good, but I think it's told through like text blurbs of that make you sit there and listen to the character. <laughs> like I just, I was like, I can't I do this. I know. Like, I, I always wanted to play Golf Story, but then, you know, I got looking Golf at, Story? Yeah. What the heck is that? You don't know Golf Story? I've heard on, of it. Uh, Switch. It's an RPG that... 
about you, golf. Yeah, oh, about golf. Jesus. And I always wanted to play that. Well, I came out. I came out when the only other game on Switch was Zelda. Yeah. So like it was Zelda and Golf Story, <laughs> and you know it did look good, and I wanted to play it. But like every time I looked at it, and like all oh, the the text blurbs. Yeah. Like, Sometimes oh, you can kind of tell like. Like, you know it's probably a great game, but yeah. you're just like, this just isn't for me. Yeah, like, I can't it's do just, this anymore. That's how I felt about Celeste. Like, I played it, and I saw, like, obviously the platforming mechanics were really good and stuff, but I was just like... But, I mean, an RPG about golf, how does that not get, a, get you excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of people that probably actually really does get excited. <laughs> a friend of mine wrote... Though his, I hear uh, golf is uh, falling off. A friend of mine wrote generation. his... Uh, what do they call it when you're going for a master's, and you it's like your final project you have to write prepare like this whole Your thesis yes yeah. he wrote his on like the psychology of golf right. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, kind of funny what you can do for those yeah yeah so here's one that you've been waiting for odd tales gave us an update on the last night yeah, of this I heard. so it, the team has doubled in size the budget has greatly increased they had a new trailer to be shown at the game awards but they couldn't show it because they've had massive legal troubles, apparently. And they didn't go into detail. I mean, you really don't usually detail legal troubles. You kind of just say, I'll handle it in court. You don't really talk about it if you're smart. Um, but now they're looking for more money. They say they need more investment. And I'm kind of... I took this as kind of spinning a bad situation. It kind of sounds like they're having a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. They're having business problems, legal problems, financial problems. And they kind of made it sound like, oh, well, everything's going in the right I direction. Mean, but I think the, the bear We need money. The bear question here is they used to have a, a deal with Microsoft. So what what happened to that deal? And is that who's creating the the legal troubles for them? I don't know if they ever had a deal with them. They definitely revealed it on Xbox's stage at E3. Yeah, but I think I don't it was know. supposed to be exclusive, wasn't it? I have no idea. But I think um, it was at the time, at least. But Microsoft seems to be nowhere around anymore. Um, so I wonder if that was... Because, I mean, you don't... I, well, at least I don't Maybe think Maybe they misused some of Microsoft's money. Maybe. I don't know. Be. I mean, we'll, we'll probably never know the truth. Platinum story. did that with... Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we'll probably never know the truth. Scale story. Um, But it is kind of odd that you would double the size of your team and greatly increase the budget of the game. And, and then say, oh, God, we need money. And then, really, and then like, yeah, just, you know... All you would do all that and not have money coming yeah. from anywhere. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe NetEase will jump. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Epic will jump. I, I hope and pray somebody jumps on because the game looks incredible. And I'll be see. I'll be I, see. They didn't really crushed. show any gameplay. So like when I see a game like this, like I thought it looked good, but I saw it and I'm like, okay, here's another indie game. Looks really stylish, but what is it? Yeah. Like, is it? Uh, Contra style shooter is it a platformer yeah, is it an true. adventure game like what I, I is this game because it's there's so many games out there that have really talented indie studios that have really talented art teams really talented sound teams yeah that can make like a really cool looking game but what's the game for yeah that? but I mean just the style of the game yeah it looks great the setting the yeah. cyberpunk you know like I am all on board 2019 but is the year is of cyberpunk game? like and then, well, I don't even know if this is coming out this year. They didn't say it is. Well, I don't know if it's coming out ever now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm kind of looking <laughs> yeah. at this as saying, you know, well, it's, it's maybe they're kind of at a precipice. And you know, it's really unfortunate the whole political side of it. You know, and I wonder seem how to have much forgotten about that. Yeah, well, I mean, a little bit. It's de- it's definitely well, died down. There's some people on reset that never will forget it. Oh, obviously. 
Um, I didn't see it come up at all yeah. when I was reading about it. You know, and I had heard that, ironically, he, his politics are actually on the other side I can't, of what you would expect them to be for what he said. I can't even remember like exactly what had been said. Or, well, I, I just remember the massive it was, backlash. It was the gist of what he said the game was about. And uh, But ironically... See, I figured it was like tweets that somebody discovered or something like well, that. Well, yeah, and I, I just heard that, you know, like a lot of people, I think, stereotyped him once he said yeah. what the game was about. But... From what I hear, is his politics were really from the other side, but that's sort of getting off topic. Um, so yeah, I mean it's unfortunate. Though I do wonder a little bit if that maybe you know began the downfall of this game. Well, I don't know. I look at a situation like uh, some when you have a studio with the head where the head kind of paints a target on themselves. Like I look at Hello Games, that Sean Murray guy kept promising the world for yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. When that happens, like it just paints a huge target on your game. Yeah. And then all these pressures start to mount and all you know, all these then you start to have budget constraints because you realize, well, what I said and promised to get people's expectations up here, well we can't deliver on that realistically. So we need more money. We need a bigger development team. We need uh-huh. all, well, so I don't know. I don't know. And to overcome that you know, to overcome that bad taste we left in everybody's mouth, we got to do this, 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 and that. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so. talking about bad taste, in my opinion at least, <laughs> this slightly mad studios never even heard of them. They announced the Mad Box, oh, which goodness. they claim. Did you see this thing? No. You need to look it up. They claim that this is going to be a home console to rival rival Xbox and PlayStation. They revealed the design of it, which you really got to look up. Uh, and they say it's going to be the most powerful console ever when it releases two, three years from now. And then it's going to rival high-end PCs, blah, 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 blah. What's your take on this? Uh, you know, I think it's really too late. I think it's too late for anybody to come in and do this stuff. Um, to, like, try to get in the console Yeah, because it's just, I, I don't see, you know, what's the, what's the point? Is it, I mean... What's the point? Consoles are basically probably on their last legs, really. I mean, eventually you're going to see... Oh, is that it? That's what it looks like. That's pretty sweet looking. Is that actually what it's going to look like, or is that a concept? Uh, Do you remember what the original Xbox was going to look like, supposedly? It's like the holy grail. But, um, you know, I mean, what's the point? Because, you know, if streaming really is going to take off here and which I'm a little skeptical of but you know, I think the, there'll always be room for like premium hardware between, there's always going to be yeah so is it going to be a PC is that or it is basically it? looks like a tower shaped with with this shaped thing over it like a PC tower and it's got the so logo is it, on is it like steam machines that's all I think by of. somebody else. That's all I could think of. It's like this is the next steam machine. This is they're gonna make this. They're gonna put it out. Nobody's gonna buy it. Yeah. And this company's gonna uh, go out of business. Yeah. But I, Valve obviously had the money to. I spare. mean, maybe that's just for marketing that they're like, oh, you know, we're gonna take these guys on. But well, I just not think, really. I just think it's funny. Everybody knows that there's not a lot of money to be made in hardware. The margins are really slim. Yeah. And why does somebody like this, who we've never even heard of? You know, if Google or Apple announce the console, you you know, okay, this is going to be a serious player. They got money. They got the tech. I could take that as a, maybe well, this could you pretend. Know, that was this, actually. These, these nobodies 
this you know we're gonna make the best and the fact they've announced it possibly three years in advance tells me like they really have no basis to make these claims like we don't know what anything's gonna look like two three years from now yeah and that's that's the point I was trying to build towards before but I was just taking so long that I dropped it I think Google and Apple will eventually become major players in gaming. They could be. Just because, sure. like, I was sitting there watching, you know, like a review of, you know, an, whatever the latest Apple tablet or PC or, or the Mac Mini. The yeah. Mac Mini. And, um, you know, the graphics on it. I mean, the base graphics aren't good, but you can you can plug in one of those, like, uh, Thunderbolt PC cards. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a true... Graphics. external boost yeah, basically yeah like a true um, uh, Radeon whatever whatever the top is now Vega 56 64 whatever and you know you can run console level graphics or better and so I just feel like there's a slow build where Google and Apple are just gonna crash into gaming eventually you know because just because the graphics are gonna be so ubiquitous and, yeah and they're gonna plateau I mean it's gonna depend on if they see the ability to profit off the software sales because yeah. we know they're not going to make money on the hardware yeah. so if, if they get to the point where they realize hey we can make money selling games on our platform then they'll do it yeah i mean apple was touting that uh you know their their new cell phone has the same power as the xbox one s so yeah. i mean their cell phone yeah so eventually well, yeah it's crazy just... when you think about it i can play fortnite on my phone yeah like well, and at Best Buy, the uh, the Apple TV, you know, the, they have it on display, and right next to it is the controller for the yeah. Apple TV. And it so, makes sense when you think about it. When you buy a new phone, you're investing in a $1,000 device. Yeah. You can get gaming PCs cheaper than that. Yeah. That are pretty decent. Yeah. But, I mean, what I, I mean, so what I'm saying is that, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, Google or Apple needs to jump in and make a, a dedicated console. It's not going to be like that. It's just going to be a slow build to where they crash into like a the modular. Industry. Yeah, thing. it's going to be very slow. Very you're like you're not even really going to even notice it. And then one day you're going to wake up and realize like, hey, Apple and Google are well. Netflix just put a game part is. I mean, they got what was it? The Walking Dead. Oh uh, yeah, and that, I got I got it. it and was now they got that Black Mirror. And that, well, they've had they've got Walking Dead on Netflix. The game, the yeah. Telltale game. Oh, do they? Wasn't it? No. They did a Telltale game. I, think, I thought they were going to do a Telltale version of um, of uh, Stranger Things. No, it was a few episodes back. They actually put like a adventure game, like Telltale style adventure game, on Netflix to play. Yeah. And then now they did that Black Mirror Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch thing, yeah. which is like an interactive. Yeah. I haven't done it. Yeah. No, me neither. It, I saw it, but I haven't. Done I've it. heard people say like, "Is this a but game?" I, I got is this a thought a movie? on that. I got a thought on that a little bit later. Um, you know the the whole Netflix situation, but yeah, I mean it's it's really an interesting time because yeah. all these industries are just slowly crashing. And they're all the, headed for the same point. It's basically. like uh, it's like when the Milky Way collides with Andromeda. <laughs> it's just gonna be very slow until it's not. Yep. Sorry, right, time for some tech time stuff. So we've all heard about Nvidia's GeForce twenty whatever series. There's a bunch of variants, but you know, and they're all really high end. The stuff with the ray tracing. Well, rumor has it that uh, is within the next two weeks they're going to launch basically a cheaper consumer level version of the the 20 series. It's going to be the 2060 RTX. It's a, the rumor is at least 
but it's only going to be 349 bucks. It has ray tracing, and they're going to bundle either Anthem or Battlefield 5 with it. So two of the more graphically high-end games. So I, I'm looking at this. I'm thinking that's a pretty good deal. Like, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I, I don't know. Well, <clears throat> how yeah. how good it's going to perform? You know. I mean, what didn't they say the 2060 really wasn't that much more powerful than like a 1080? So, I mean, it, I'm like assuming it's not that. Yeah, it's but, not going to be a giant leap like the other 20 yeah. series yeah. is. I think, like, usually, you know, you expect sort of like a 70 or 90%, and this is like 30%. Yeah. But it does give you the ray tracing or whatever it is. Yeah, it's got ray tracing. It's 350 bucks plus you get Anthem or Battlefield Five for free. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going from, like, a an older graphics card, you know, maybe not a 1070 or 1080, but yeah. something... I don't know, 900 series well, or something I heard, like um, that. I heard the NVIDIA stock was crashing to earth. Is it? Yeah. Well, and I think, and this price tag, if it's true, it would also sort of suggest that maybe the whole crypto crypto craze is really... Oh, dead, it's over. It's dead and gone. Oh. The, and it, you we, can, can, you we can, can resume normal look, service. If you look right now, there is an ungodly amount of used graphics cards oh, good. being sold I everywhere need a, I need because no, everybody card. just bought them to, yeah. to mine yeah. and now they don't need them so yeah. they're just selling them all yep. well now it probably costs more to run the machines than you know you yeah. can make my, yeah. uh, the currencies so yeah I mean my crypto is still down I think 55% yeah. from where I oh, bought it oh that's brutal for yeah. me to look at it yeah. I, I keep every day I wake up and I think you know, should I sell it? Should I hold it for a long? <laughs> See, my, that, my thing is, is because it's so worthless right now. I'm just like, I might as well hold it. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, there's that's no where point I am too. And selling it and making like, but then I'm well, afraid. I, I'm afraid I'm that make. hey, maybe this will, maybe this isn't coming back. Well, <laughs> this that's is, the thing is, I have so little in it that I can afford to lose. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. All right. So the CEO of the Pokemon Company, Game Freak said that Switch development is five times more difficult than How he How does expected. he calculate that? Who, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's just what he said. But he actually said that Switch development is really difficult. I was surprised about this for two reasons. A, there's a lot of people making games for Switch. So I kind of assumed that development for it was on the simpler side. Yeah. And then B, to have such a... This guy's pretty prominent within Nintendo. So it's almost like... I can only assume the CEO of Nintendo called this guy after this interview and was like, hey, you really need to shut your <laughs> you, mouth. Yeah, you because, can't say that. Yeah. Even if it's true, you do not say <laughs> that. Because that's just not a good advertisement yeah. oh, for no, no, no. Switch yeah. developers. No. You want them to be saying, this is the easiest platform. It'll cost right, you right. nothing to develop. Or just or, say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that was a big story around PlayStation 3, too. Because it was so hard to oh, develop. Oh, yeah. For. That it, yeah. Was, it was brutal. Um, I, when I heard this though, this made me worry that maybe the Pokemon RPG isn't as far along as we hope. Yeah, maybe that's why he's saying it. We're gonna do our most anticipated yeah. games of 2019 coming up here, and you know for whatever reason, when I got to Pokemon Switch, spoiler, it's it's on my list. It is part of me too. just was like, I just get a feeling like some of these games aren't coming out in 2019. Oh, and when sure. I got to Pokemon Switch, I was like, this might be this one. might be the one. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that's so. what's kind of surprised me about Nintendo, this g- generation, we'll call it, as they've been very particular about when their games are coming out. Because, like, a lot of times when you announce a game, especially a big game, and such a big franchise, like Pokemon or Metroid, like, they flat out said these games are coming out in 2019. And a lot of times, you'll want to be more conservative and not promise it in 2019. You'll be like, 
Now, with Metroid Prime and Pokemon both, they haven't even shown anything yet. Yeah. And they're coming out within the next 11 months. And so I've been kind of surprised that they've been so aggressive with saying, giving release dates or yeah. windows. Yeah. Because I just, you know, maybe there's a lot further in development well, than that when they announced them. Then. I mean, I can I can see why, you know, I mean, you got to remember Pokemon, the Pokemon company, they're coming pretty much exclusively from the, uh, you know, 3DS. Yeah. And They've, they haven't made a console game. And yeah. I mean, when you step up to knock Switch, off Pokemon Snap, when you step up Coliseum. to Switch, not only are you making a console game, you're, you are making a handheld game. You're making a handheld game that has to work as a console game and vice versa. And it's got to have the waggle you know, features and... See, this is my fear. Because they haven't done a console game... They haven't done a full-scale Pokemon game ever, first of all. But like, on a console. Who made, who made Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? They did. Okay, they actually so they have a themselves. little bit of experience, though. But that's not a real Pokemon game. That's but what I'm saying. But they must have been making these, like, side-by-side. Side. Like, it must be two different oh, games. Oh, yeah. I would, and they probably had another developer helping on these side yeah. games. Yeah. Um, like, Niantic probably helped them with the let's go Pikachu or what yeah. Eevee, whatever it yeah. is. Bulbasaur. I wonder whatever. if they'll retain the same style as Let's See, that's what I'm terrified of. This is a spoiler, it's on my list too. <laughs> but I'm terrified that because they've never done this, that they're basically just gonna make a new Pokemon game as we already know it, just for the Switch. It's yeah. not gonna be anything innovative, it's not gonna have any I mean it needs to be similar in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. But I'm just terrified that it's going to be like just the next Pokemon game, just exactly as we would if, know it, if, just but for the Switch. If they make it like Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go, like if it's the same. Not like that, but more like I'm thinking along the lines of like, you know, blue, green, well, yellow, gold, yeah, diamond, platinum, I'd just be, that same thing. At this point, I'd be a little more worried that it's just like exactly the same as Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Just or without, that. I mean, that's just as bad. Just without like you know the dumbed down bits, you know, because yeah. like, they dumbed it down a lot. But if it's like the exact same game, then people are gonna be like, "Well, yeah, but this is like the exact same." But game that's we just what got Let's Go year. Pikachu is. It's the same thing as Pokemon Go, just with better graphics. Uh, that's a little more than that. Not really. <laughs> no, because it's it's really like a remake of Yellow, but it's. Has a lot of the let's go features or the, uh, but that's what I'm terrified of because to me, I'm looking at this as or hoping that this is the next, the first real triple A Pokemon game. Yeah, and I just I'm looking at Game Freak as a developer and I'm thinking, can they really deliver that? Yeah, and I'm not saying that they've made incredible games all along, but they're very limited in scope. I'm just curious to see how they'll handle the online. That too. That's that that's too. Gonna be, that's gonna make or break the game. Yeah. So we'll see. Time for God mode moments. So for those of you who are new listeners or you ever always hear us reference God mode moments, God mode moments is basically our rumors segment where we collect rumors essentially from the depths of the internet. Then we talk about them, we analyze them, and then most the most fun part of it is predicting if they're true or not true. <laughs> so we're gonna stick some percentages on these. Mm-hmm. So starting things off, and the, also this week's edition of That's So Sega, perhaps, the Sonic Team boss says he's interested in remaking Sonic Adventure, oh, the original Sonic oh, Adventure God. for Dreamcast. You know why this is happening? Well, let me tell you why this is happening. Shinmu, 
Because it's because Shinmu Three happened. Did you see that IGN Japan ranks Shinmu Three as the most anticipated game? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe in Japan. So <laughs> certainly not in. So the else. Sonic Team boss here said that when they made the first Sonic Adventure, that they had the biggest budget they had that they had ever gotten. Because yeah. that was to be like the Dreamcast's killer app yeah. at the time. Because it was like a launch title, I think. So Sega basically told them, wrote them a blank check and said, you know, re-envision this franchise. Did you ever play that? Sonic Adventure? I played 2. Sonic Adventure 2. See, now I'm not sure if I ever played 2. I can't. And I played 2 on the GameCube. Yeah. They remade, remember. or they ported 2. I over. definitely played the first one, though. Yeah, I played 2 as well. What do you think the chances are if a Sonic Adventure remake happens? 25%? I'm going zero. 20, I mean, zero. Yeah, I, I probably overshot it at 25. I could see a port, like a, you know, HD 4K 60 frames But then again, second. then again, what what would be more Sega than making a remake of this game? You know, a, game a game that doesn't really deserve it. Nobody's asking yeah, for yeah. it, doesn't deserve it. I'd rather really see a remake of Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Yeah, I would too, honestly. But uh, it just seems like something that Sega might actually do, just because they're Sega. I, why wouldn't you just make a new 3D Sonic game? Sega! You know? just If you're going to do it, just make yeah. a new one. All new, yeah. Don't did they ever make Sonic Adventure 3? No, I don't, I don't think, think they so. Did. So I'm putting the chances at zero. So Platinum, the developers of... Of course, that's why they're not going to do it, because it's easier to be lazy this way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Platinum, the developers of... God, a lot of stuff. Wonderful 101, Bayonetta, Vanquish, Metal Gear Rising. Uh, the Nier, action. The boys of Nier, action. Yeah, basically the top tier action developer. Says they have more to announce in 2019. More games. Because we know that they're making... I believe Bayonetta 3 is 2019 Switch exclusive. Uh, I don't think that came out yet. I don't. I really don't think it did. What's that? Bayonetta 3. No, it hasn't. Nope. They've got, in fact, there's question if it'll if that'll release in 2019. There's a game that they're making with Square. I think it's called Night. Like something Night. I don't I don't remember. But so they've got but they're hinting they've got more to announce. So what do you think? Of course everybody immediately said, Oh my god, Scalebound's coming back. I, I think there's no chance of that. None. <laughs> what do you well, what do you think? If it is, it's certainly not coming out in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, well, the game was probably like 60-70%. Who's doing better. Battletoads? Not them, right? No, no, no. It's like a de- developer that's never made a game before. Yeah. yeah, I figured it was probably too soon for Microsoft and these guys to get back together. I could see Phil doing it, though. Oh, I, I could, too. Unless they really were stealing their money. I think I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a collaboration with Capcom. I think they're gonna return to Capcom. What do you think they'd make, though? Like. I mean, you predicted that they'd make a new Resident Evil. That'd be so cool. Either, either to me, it's got to be either Okami or Dino Crisis. Yeah, I could see Okami. No way in hell it's going to be Dino Crisis. I wish it would be. There's just no way. It's just not really one of their types of games. It's an action game. The 2 was totally action-oriented. It was very... Resident Evil 2 was directed by Kaima. Yeah. That was his game. Yeah, but I'd just be surprised. Devil May Cry was his game. It just doesn't seem like the type of game they would do. I I mean, I could see Okami for sure. And that would be cool. I'm just not sure, like, how big... Would you really write somebody a check? If you you had 
$50 million to decide what game to make in 20, 2019. And you got to, you want, obviously, you want a return on investment. Yeah. As much as I like Okami and I think it's great, it's stylish. Yes. I would not feel comfortable funding it. You know, you're right. Um, you know, I could, I mean, you know, I'm kind of surprised Capcom hasn't looked out because Capcom, they, they've said, Hey, we want we want franchises that appeal to the world. Yeah, not just Japan, the world. Well, they took Monster Hunter and they definitely broadened its appeal. Yeah, that exact. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised they don't look at like the success of the Jurassic World series and go, "Hey, we got something like that. Let's let's make that." Yeah, you know. And for whatever reason, they just don't do it. Maybe they see <laughs> too much overlap between Monster Hunter and Dino Crisis. Maybe because yeah, I mean, I Monster know. Hunter is basically a dinosaur game. Yeah. Let's, let's move right into this. This segues perfectly. So we're talking about Capcom. So my prediction... I don't even know if it's my prediction for Platinum. It's my hope. It's, it's, Dino, it's Dino Crisis. <laughs> I don't have faith that it will be. No, me neither. The director of Devil May Cry 5 says he's ready and excited for his next project already. And he wants to announce it as soon as possible. So this is the guy. He's, developed, or he's directed a bunch of Devil May Cry games. But he also directed Dragon's Dogma and, are you ready for it? Yeah. Power Stone. Hey! So, what do we think he's going to work on? Power next? Stone Switch. Make it happen. <laughs> you really think that it God, would be? Oh, that would be incredible. The Switch would be the greatest console there ever was, <laughs> if that were the case. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite greatest console in how? The Sega Saturn? Sega Genesis. Uh, Sega, Sega Dreamcast. I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. A failed piece. Sega Dreamcast. Oh, it's because your God. standards are based around stuff like God, that. Every time I think of the Dreamcast, it's, it's, it really is just like pure heaven. That, that is a console that, by all means, had so many... Ugh. Classic games. And, and, just nobody plays. And if you think about it, all those games came out within about one year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's so bonkers. And it's funny because then they all went on to get ported to other platforms. And they're just so. And many, get way more attention than yeah, they did on the just, Yeah, exactly. Like you know, Marvel versus Capcom two, or we, we won't even get into it. So what, what? If you had to make a prediction, I think it's way too soon for Devil May Cry six. And he wouldn't be excited to announce it if it was just Devil May Cry 6. No, yeah, I think it would be Devil May Cry 6. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a new Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, that's what I was gravitating towards. But would you really Dragon's be excited about that? I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, any game you work on, you should probably be excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see it being that. You know, I, I'm kind of surprised Capcom doesn't bring back any of the, like their RPG franchises like Breath, like of, Breath of the Wild. Was it Breath, Breath of Fire? Yeah, Breath, Breath of, of Fire. Breath of Fire, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think Level 5 made that. And that was the developer we were just talking about had a mass exodus. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of surprised they don't do something like that. Or, um, But then again, like I just said, they're trying to appeal to the world. Yeah. Which is why I think, you know, Devil May Cry 5 has an even more Western look yeah. than, than uh, you know, it used to. So, um, yeah, I mean, Dragon's Dogma would really fit with that I think they'd Capcom... Have- I think they'd want to re-envision it, though. And it it's not that old of a franchise. But I think they'd really, like you said, they'd want to invest in it and, like, blow it out. Like, yeah. they got a good base, and now they want to take it. They want to do, like, what they did with Monster Hunter World. Well, you know, I was just, just about to say, it. if there's one game that I feel like sort of bites on, you know, Monster Hunter World's territory, it'd be Dragon's Dogma. I mean, I realize one's single-player, one's multiplayer. Yeah. But they're very similar otherwise. Maybe it's Dragon's Dogma. Online. MMO. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
You don't want to say his power stone? I still have my fingers crossed. You don't want to say crossed. his power I got, I got every finger and toe I have crossed at his power stone. So Microsoft just patented new triggers, controller triggers, that can actually resist being pushed. So, for example, you're trying to pull them, but it's, you know... That would so, be a good multiplayer game. I, I hate it. Yeah, like a good I hate game. this idea. Pull the trigger. I hate ah. this idea. Do you think, though, that this is going to be something that's maybe in... Like the Elite 2.0, like the next the Scarlet controller, or do you? I'm think trying to figure is, out what you would do with. It. Well, you know all those button mashing, uh, you know, what do they call them? They don't call them. Well, they were really popular. Uh, they're not cutscenes, but like quick time events. Oh yeah, yeah. Something like that, where like you know you're trying to like you're fighting over a knife, going back and forth, oh. and your controller's like pushing oh, back. Would, you and, know that would be kind of cool. I, see, I, I hate it. I hate the that idea. That would be kind of cool. I that would it. get you into the moment. Are you kidding me? But I, I see it way being, more. Okay, you know, a lot of. For I a lot play of the, mostly competitive games, so I don't want of, my stuff pushing back on. Yeah, me. but I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of the Q, uh, QTE um, games, like if someone, if you're fighting over a knife, they have you mashing an yeah, X button, yeah. which doesn't really fit with what's happening on the screen. No, you know, like no, it's more of a st- slow struggle. Yeah, exactly. It's like a stroll, this uh, slow struggle. Where you gotta really force it. So if if you had triggers that you like had to like do you remember squeeze as hard as you could. It was like some magazine that they recommended that you keep like a pencil near and you just run it over your button really quickly. No, I never read that. Once I did, that's good. That's sound advice. All right, so Michael Pachter, everybody loves to hate this guy. He (laughs) predicted that Elder Scrolls (laughs) Six is gonna be released in 2019. Because Fallout 76 basically is, is a Flop. dumpster fire. It yeah. failed. It's not going to be one of those games that you can kind of fix and reinvigorate. That This one's basically dead on arrival. So he said that they're going to rush Elder Scrolls 6 out the door. But that, to me, I, I hear what he's saying. Like, okay, they need a hit really quick. But the whole reason that they got in this debacle with Fallout 76 is because they rushed the game. Yeah. So if their next move is to rush Elder Scrolls Six, they're headed for bankruptcy really quick because they're going to burn. Are they are they hurting for cash? Why did they rush Seventy Six? I I don't know. I mean, there's rumors that they want to be bought, but yeah. I don't know that they're hurting for cash. But I I just I don't know. I mean, talk to Microsoft. They're buying everybody right now. <laughs> or that them or uh, Netties if you. If yeah, you really make, epic. Yeah, if you want to make some mobile games. So I, I predict. Zero percent chance of Elder Scrolls Six releasing in 2019. I'll go with ten percent. They I haven't even announced a, it yet. Well, they did. Well, they did. But they did. But it, all they it's did like a was, logo. Yeah, all they had was a logo and like a picture of the the landscape. Yeah. See, I think knowing how bad Fallout 76 bombed, they're gonna say, okay, we really need to take our time because we this need one. to nail this. Yeah. But that's if they have the resources to make it right. to such a time. But I feel like if they really needed more money, this is a franchise that some somebody would they could call somebody on the phone and say, hey, we need a fifty million dollar investment in Elder Scrolls Six, and they would do it. You know, I feel like that's a franchise that commands the respect that they could get whatever they needed. Yeah. But you'd think the same thing for Fallout, but yeah. We saw how that went. So, the pack also predicted the Overwatch is going to go free to play in 2019, which caused mass hysteria through the Overwatch community. Because, see, we were talking about this earlier: games going free to play. Yeah. I really don't fear this. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, all the noobs and idiots are going to be playing now." Yeah. To me, I'm like, "Great, bring them in. I'll yeah. I'll own Slaughter. them all day." Yeah. 
But I don't get why people, like you said, unless I buy the game like two weeks prior to it going free to play, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's only those moments where it goes free to play very, very quickly afterwards, and then you feel burned. Like, yeah, because they they must have known. Like, well, I bought I bought Radical Heights, which was Boss Keys, uh, Cliffy B Studio. They made yeah. that battle royale. Remember, yeah. they like released out of nowhere. Yeah, I bought that, and they literally shut the game down in like three weeks. That I felt burned about. Yeah, they totally shut it down. You can't even play it. That I felt upset. Yeah, but this to me, I mean. Overwatch is it's usually on sale for like 30 bucks it's been out for two two and a half years how much money is Blizzard making from new people buying the game at this point probably not a lot it makes sense to just remove that barrier for entry and get them with the loot boxes I mean the closest I've come to being burned it didn't go free to play but I bought Halo Wars 2 yeah Game Pass I bought the special edition and, uh, well, not even just Game Pass, but, like, two weeks after it released, it was already, like, in the bargain bin yeah. for like 50% off, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, like, like it, that thing hit the bargain bin so fast that it, it did hurt a little bit, but what oh, can you well. do? Yeah. So here we go. Drum roll. The writer of Half-Life and Portal has returned to Valve after leaving in 2017. An email from Gaben base Gaben <laughs> leaked and now this Saint guy Gabe. is back St. Gabe what do you make of this um, I make that a guy came back to a place he used to you think to it means something <laughs> yeah, though yeah. Uh, a job for this guy but what do you think about it <laughs> since Portal 2 the writers at, at Valve have literally had nothing to do yeah nothing they have not released the game that required writing other than multiplayer yeah. dialogue yeah and I a mean, lot of them have left because I feel like they're sitting there going, "I'm useless here. I'm not. I don't feel fulfilled." What it what it means is all, it's, it's almost as if they are left for dead. Yeah, you These might writers say have been left, left for, for dead. dead. Um, what it really means is all praise be to Epic for lighting a fire <laughs> under under these guys. Well, I feel like in order for so a writer leaves like that because he's not satisfied. I feel like to come back. Gabe must have picked up the phone and said, okay, I promise you we are making whatever. <laughs> Half-Life 3, Portal 3, whatever. Yeah. A new game. I don't know. Yeah. And we need you to write for it. Yeah. Because like, you wouldn't come back just because... Well, I mean, there must be a script. Oh, I though. needed a job. There must be... I mean, somebody made a script for it. I mean, there... There must have been like 10 scripts yeah, for Half-Life somebody 3. had to made a script for it at this point. Um, maybe this is the guy and maybe this is... Uh, maybe this is finally the time. That's what I mean. They have to be making some game that requires significant writing for a I, writer of this prominence to come back. You know, I I loved Half Life too. I loved it by the end of the game. Do you ever playing it in VR at Digital Life yes. way back when? <laughs> and that was when VR was a different animal. Oh yeah. Oh god. Um, that was when you know, like this go around with VR people everyone like everyone got smart and realized hey you know you really shouldn't let people walk do you remember walking around in that game uh, did you, I don't remember did you play it yeah I played it but I don't remember the, the walking around was just impossible yeah because you would eventually get like disoriented you'd walk into a wall or well, somebody well the controls for walking sort of depended on which way you were facing yeah and you could like 
spin your head like 360, even though that's physically mm-hmm. impossible. Yeah. But then you would you wouldn't be able to look down and see which way you're facing. So you push forward and you might be going backwards because you, you weren't facing the right way. So it was just impossible. I just remember getting so screwed up. Like and I was like looking all over the place trying to. The controls were just horrible. But um, yeah, let's hope it happens. And uh, but gosh, I just feel so bad for him because the bar. You know, the bar has just been set for to Half-Life? Like, for Half-Life 3. See, I feel like... the they, bar is set to, like, I feel a like biblical. they could release, like, a polished turd and people would eat it up. Just you, because you they've got... So? People... At this point, they're so desperate the that only, they will take anything. The only other game that I sorry, feel is the same way as this is Shinmu 3. I don't feel because Because both games have sort of been, de- like, you know... They're, they're holy relics. And there's just no way that they can deliver on the hype that the fans have the nostalgia I think for me they can't deliver on Shamu 3's hype because the first two weren't really that great <laughs> Half-Life 1 and 2 were exceptional so and really revolutionary games and uh, so I I feel like they could release Half-Life 3 literally using the same exact engine like they could just release something that's barely different from Half-Life 2, and they would be fine. Like, people would be like, yep, I love it, it's finally here. Just because people are so desperate for it. Yeah. Shamu, I feel like, it's going to bomb. Nobody's going <laughs> to... It's just going to be like, they're going to be like, yeah, this is great. Okay. You know, it's, it's funny you said that, because I was, um, I was trying to remember... That what, better not be in your top ten. I was, I was trying to even remember what the storyline <laughs> was. That's what I mean. Shimu, I can't even remember what it <laughs> it's was It's not important. Point. Of course, I can barely remember what the storyline is in Half-Life. Well, there isn't one. You yeah. see the G-Man sticking his tongue out. Yeah, exactly. Out it's like G-Man, you know. There's these weird from, aliens. Yeah, people and, from other dimensions. Yeah. And, yeah, who knows. All right, so the official Alien Twitter account seems to have dropped a hint that there's an Alien Isolation sequel coming. So this was their uh, the stealth game that was really perceived very well. And some people consider it one of the better horror Did games. Did you ever play it? No, but I've heard I lots of good it. things. I Did you it. like it? Was, it was okay. I heard that the combat and it was... I just don't really care for You know, it's one of these like hide-and-seek kind of yeah, games. Yeah. Like, um, oh, what's that other one that was real popular? Clock Tower. Outcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Clock Tower is kind yeah. of the original. You know, that's that's one of the games I wish they'd bring back. Clock yeah, Tower. that'd be. Interesting. I, I miss those. I miss those quirky Japanese horror games. They don't really make too many of them, or at least they don't bring many over here anymore. So you think what are the chances are that it's true? Um, put a number on it. Five chest busters out of ten. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna go sixty percent. I think it makes sense, but in my. Here's my prediction. In another That's So Sega moment, <laughs> they're going to make this game everything that people do not want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to pop. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna completely They're going to try to westernize This it is going to be Platinum's other game this year. Oh, boy, I hope not. Uh, it was made by Creative Assembly, who's part of Sega. Yeah. So. All right, so our buddy Clobril, the Microsoft insider, who seems to get almost everything right, he says that a new studio acquisition is in the works... And that the studio's name rhymes with balloon. So I did some digging on this. I was going to say, does he know how rhyming works? There's Moon Studios, who makes Ori. What's what everybody's predicting, which to me, that's so boring. It makes sense. Does that really rhyme? Balloon, moon? Yeah. Barely. That's just not the same amount of syllables. Just barely. But then there's High Moon, 
who Microsoft has no relationship with. Right now, their main gig is helping develop Destiny. They've developed a lot of games, but um, my prediction is that it's probably Moon, and it's so boring. To me, this is like the Undead Labs. Like, why are you paying somebody who you basically already have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, but I'd rather see somebody more interesting. They could probably get well, them for a song but in I'll a day. I'll say this. I mean, they at least have proven their quality, and I, it would be interesting to see yeah. what else they could do. Yeah, but I just I look at a studio like that and like, what are you really getting by I mean, buying they've, them? They've really proven their quality because that is a with one game, great looking. Well, with two one games, game, really. well, two's not out yet. Two, Could be yeah, crap. But I mean, just just the quality of the the build of it. You know, I mean, the visuals. Yeah, you, I like the to, first to one. Have I just that. I just quit like three quarters. I mean, that's of the way really fifty percent of the game or for gaming in general is just visuals. Yeah, if you have good visuals. You're you're almost there. Yeah. All right, so switching now to market mode. So Activision fired their chief financial officer for an unexpected reason, unexplained. They didn't say why. They were immediately picked up by Netflix. Hmm. Blizzard's chief financial officer then left and joined Square immediately after. And you remember how we've been talking about like all these rumors that for the first time Blizzard's been asked to cut costs and you know they they fire or they let go some people and the whole Diablo Immortal debacle. Well, these two were the chief two people responsible for all of this, and now one's been fired and one left on their own. So, to me, because a lot of a lot of really diehard Blizzard fans have been really concerned by this because they're kind of one of like the gold standards in the industry for quality. Yeah, and to see. You know, stuff happening behind the scenes that people... It's been scaring people. So I wonder if Activision kind of saw this and is saying, well, we, this is the one... But, you know, it's it's kind of interesting, though, because the CFOs aren't really responsible. I mean, if you look at Activision Blizzard, I feel like there's been a lot of turmoil lately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's, you know, Destiny's been a bit of a mess. Um, you know, the, the Immortal game bit of a miss you know there's just a lot of missteps that they yeah. haven't really done lately but a lot of those missteps go back to stuff like that de- one of the things that destiny got flacked for in it's year one was too many microtransactions everything was paid yeah. and, and paid dlc that didn't deliver and then now the stuff that is causing controversy for blizzard are microtransactions as always but also this whole cost-cutting thing and letting yeah. developers go and moving the Heroes of the Storm team off of Heroes of the Storm because, well, it's not returning enough of an investment. Oh. So I, I, yeah, I, I hear that these two are kind the of the two who were, like, pushing this stop investing in your games, you got to make more games, you got to monetize them more. Yeah. And this may be what fans are hoping happen maybe it's not realistic maybe it's all we just want to blame these two people and say well they're gone now it's all going to be better but interesting nonetheless because both activision and blizzard cfos are gone there's actually a rumor that activision's was embezzling and that's why he got fired but i don't know if netflix was netflix Netflix. so we'll see that's a pretty big name to go to though if you're embezzling i mean so So that and that's the thing is both these guys landed at Pretty, well, one's a girl, but... Well, okay. Both these people landed at um, 
big, big established company. companies yeah. who, you know, they're going to know. They're going to know what yeah. you did. Oh, yeah. Um, so it, it's just kind of strange. Unless unless they got signed on before the word got out. <laughs> so you just said Tesla. So this Chinese electric car company, Leap Motor, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. You're the car guy. Yeah. So there's uh, now a, there's now an electric car that uses razors, chroma lighting. So I thought that was interesting. I wouldn't buy a car just because it had razors lighting all throughout it. But you've seen their lighting, right? Yeah. How yeah. razor like lights up all oh, their products. Th- that lighting? Yeah, that lighting. In a car? In a car, yeah. In China. Yeah. An electric car. I guess that makes sense because China is really into PC gaming. I think it's funny because here you have an electric car that, you know, uses, you have to charge it. Yeah. And now we're going to stick lights all over this thing. So you got to charge your car more <laughs> often. I mean, and maybe it's minuscule, the amount of light, yeah, the electricity that uses, but, but I don't know. It is kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. So here we go. Time for some God be- Godspeed, not Godbeed stories. So Islands of the Nine, another Battle Royale game made by former Counter-Strike developers. It went free to play and the development has totally ceased on the game. And unfortunately the developer has closed altogether. So another one bites the dust. They were one and done. They made one game and they've shut the doors. But if you want to try it, it's now free. So All I can say to that is Godspeed. <laughs> That's great. This is, I think this is a good idea, but I want to hear what you think. This company named Meditations Gaming, they just launched a platform by their same name. So they release one extremely short game every day of the year. And you can only play that game that day. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think it's a good idea. We're, we're talking like, like 10, 15, 20 minute games. Yeah. Like just... Wouldn't it be cool if the next WarioWare was like that? Like Why not? Like hopefully more than one game a day, but you know... Like, changes up yeah, all the time. Yeah, like maybe just like, I don't know, 100 games. What, from, like, what was that game that I played that literally took like games. 10 minutes to finish? It was a browser game. I think it was called... Stick Death? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Oh, I remember, remember Ski Free. You don't remember Stick Death? No. There's a game that's like... What was his name? Who was it that would always play Neopets? Everybody's Gone to Rapture or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's Everyone's that. Gone to the Rapture. I think that's a different game. There was a game where I you you go in. I think you could only download. Yeah, everyone's it. gone to the rapture. That's crazy. Like you just walked around this like open field, basically for like ten minutes, and there's obviously some type of like strange like alien invasion happening or something, and there's just these voices on the radios, and the game just ends in like ten minutes. It was free. Yeah. So I just played it. It was it was kind of like unsettling and cool. Like, yeah. You remember like back in middle school, there was all those flash games. Like Ski Free? I don't know if I ever played that one. But there are so many good Flash games online. <laughs> like Stick the Newgrounds Death. stuff? Stick Death was just, yeah. Stick Death was the best. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it that was way into the Neopets? Oh, God. Nick Roundsville. Yeah. <laughs> and he was he was originally way into... He was designing his own. He was way into Stick Death, too. And that was... I mean, it was excellent. I loved it. So that's called Meditations, if you want to check it out. I might check it out at some point, if I think about it, just to see that day's game. The first Pokemon movies being remade in CG. This was Mewtwo Strikes Back. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, let me just say that I was extremely excited. The hype around that movie was nuts. I was extremely excited to see this movie. And like they even gave you like a free Pokemon card, if yeah. I remember right, um, when you bought a ticket. 
And yeah, the hype around this movie was insane. I never saw it. That being said, I have no idea why they're remaking it, or I have really no. <laughs> well, I think it's funny that they're it. remaking it because they've got Detective Pikachu coming. Yeah, like why? I mean, I take advantage of all the new eyes. Maybe yeah. I don't know. It's just amazing to me though that like Pokemon has, you know, I mean, it, it was a thing and then it sort of died out, and now it's. But it never really fully died out. It yeah. just sort of fell back. It's always there. But now it seems to really be... It's kind of a fire that just kind of burns low and then it gets big again. Yeah, I mean, like, when low. Pokemon Go hit, that was, like, the original Pokemon craze. All Oh, I mean, yeah. It wasn't quite as sustained, but... Yeah. God, it, was, it just felt like... For, know, like, that month or two? Yeah, it really felt like Pokemon. Every corner you looked at, there was kids playing Yeah, Pokemon it felt like 1999 Go. all over again. Yeah. Except we weren't... Storing Snapple in our basement, fearing <laughs> that we were going to lose electricity forever. <laughs> so Guacamelee 2 comes out on Xbox and PC on January 18th. It is Play Anywhere, and they're including all DLC with the base purchase, which is a nice deal. I played the first game. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Not interested in playing what, a sequel. What type of game is it? I mean, I always it's thought like the Metroid style was It's cool. Metroidvania. Oh, okay. But it's like... With a masked wrestler? Yeah, with a Mexican... Going around suplexing yeah. people? Yeah. Or? yeah. Much different style than okay. like Castlevania or Metro. Yeah. There's a Hitman HD Enhanced Collection that's coming out this week, actually, for PS4 and Xbox. I just announced it out of the blue. It's got Blood Money and Absolution in it, 4K, 60 frames per second, and that's all we have to say about that. So it's time for our most anticipated games of 2019 segment. So did you do 10? God, I hope so. Okay. So who I, actually, I actually have a few... Um, Honorable, honorable mentions. mentions yeah. I didn't do any honorable mentions. So, do you want to do those to be? Let's do those at the end. Okay. Yeah. So let's do it from ten down to one. Okay. Did you? Did, it was really hard to rank these. In yeah, order, I know. I know. But let's I'm, do it anyway. I'm still wondering if I got the right ranking. Yeah. I'm looking just at it. And I'm try like, it. I don't even know if I want to rank that like that. Try it. Okay. You can start with ten. Okay, I'm gonna start with ten, and I'm gonna go with uh, Twin Mirror from Don't Know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you actually watch the trailer for the game? No. Then you it, won't. It, it just sounded cool. After you do, you'll take it off. From what life. I heard, it just sounded good. It does sound good. Because it's it's Bandai Namco. It's Don't Nod. It's, a, you know, like a sci-fi thriller or something. So, that, that but you're right. I didn't watch the trailer. I'm going to watch the trailer. Uh, and then I'll probably take it, it off. It has a lot of Twin Peaks influence. Then it'll probably come off my list. <laughs> so, for me, number 10 was Planetside Arena. I'm a huge multiplayer. You know how much I play multiplayer. Yeah. It's the next multiplayer game that it comes out this month, so I had to. I'm looking forward to it. It comes out soon. Um, I got thinking about this, and I tried to get thinking of what multiplayer games, new multiplayer games, are releasing this year. And there's really not a lot that yeah, I can I think of. And, and I think it's because that genre is now so saturated with ongoing games that you, it's hard to launch a new it's multiplayer. It's very risky game. To, yeah. to try and break in. So that was my number ten. Okay, so for number nine, I have Luigi's Mansion Three. That was that would have been one of my honorable mentions. Cause I don't have a Switch, so. Yeah. Um, when does that? Do we just know this? Twenty nineteen. To be announced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll I'll tell you the dates if we know them, but most of these are to be announced still. My number nine was Resident Evil Two. I. I know you're super excited about this, so I assume it's further up your list. <laughs> I, I'm confident this is going to be good. Yeah. I still don't know if I'm going to buy it, though. Yeah. I, I can't... I don't play many single-player games anymore, and I'm scared <laughs> to buy it. But I think it's going to be great. 
Okay, so uh, at number eight, I have The Last of Us Part Two, and that's just because um, you know I, I really liked the first one. I I played it straight through to the end. Yeah, and you know how you know how rare that is. Yeah. Um, I liked it and I didn't like it at the same time. I, I liked... Well, didn't you play it years later, too? Oh, yeah, yeah. So the gameplay had kind of aged a bit. Yeah, but I mean, it really wasn't that. It was just the fact that it was so repetitive. Like, it was constantly the same thing. I mean, the story was second to none. Yeah. But, but the gameplay just was like, oh, this again. I got yeah. to throw this bottle and sneak by this guy. And just got a little repetitive by the end. My number eight was The Division 2. Um, I just really like shared world multiplayer MMO light style games. I dabbled in the first division. I never really got into it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this one they kind of hit a home run with, and I can get excited for it and and jump into it. I have Dennis played it for thousands. Yeah, of hours. I remember Dennis was way into that. So I'm hoping that this one will drag me in, kind of, because. I kind of hope it won't at the same time. Yeah. I can't afford another addiction to something else. Um, my number seven has me questioning how I rank these. Um, well, my number seven is New Super Mario Bros. U. Oh, Deluxe. Stop. And that it's is the coming same out, game. That is coming out January 11th. Once you've played one of the New Super Mario Bros. games, you've played them all. Yeah. And they, they lose their luster after an hour. That's true. And this one is easier to play than ever. But S- Same thing I felt about the new Donkey but, Kong games. You've played it for an hour, you've played the whole thing. But, since they haven't announced a Mario Maker yet, which is, to me, Mario Maker is pretty much the pinnacle of Mario games at this point. Just because you can They do get such, a lot of attention. Just because you can do so many crazy things. Like, yeah. Um, but until there's that, I need like a 2D Mario platforming game that I can take on the go. <laughs> and this is a Just get final, Super Mario Run for your phone. Finally here. Uh, number seven for me is Death Stranding. This one's a wild card. Like, this could end up... This could be not on your list. This yeah. could be number one on your yeah. list. Like, this game could be a masterpiece. It could be shoveled. And I'll tell you, it's not on my list because I'm not convinced that it's coming out. And year. it might not. See, <laughs> I put any game that had been announced on here because there's a chance yeah. it comes out in 2019. Yeah. You just don't know. See, I, I, I definitely tried to keep it to games that I actually believed. Yeah. Be I have one on here that I really don't think it's coming out and I, this I, year. I was really conflicted because there's a few on here that I do actually believe aren't going to come out this year. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just didn't put that game in there just for that reason. Uh, so for number six, I'm going to go with The Outer Worlds, which is a new game um, that yeah. they showed off at the Game Awards. Uh, From Obsidian. Yeah, and, and now that I think about it, there's another game that I wish I'd put on this game that was also at the Game Awards. That I didn't put on this was list. Was that? Uh, the, Honorable uh, mention? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, God. Uh, my number six was Doom Eternal. I thought the first Doom was great. And there's not a lot of single player shooters that I get really psyched for anymore. And I even had a hard time getting myself to start the first Doom. But once I did, I was hooked. I was like, this is great. Like, this yeah. is what a single player first person shooter should be these days. See, I have the problem that you know, I started playing that on Game Pass. Yeah. And all I could hear is Alex Jones echoing. And that makes me even more excited to play it because I, I just I get your blood pumping. Yeah, but it's so hard for me to take it seriously at this point. Well, you're not supposed to. Because all I can hear is That's Alex Jones. That's the thing. Jones. It's just nonstop. Just... They're demons. Okay. Um, okay, so number five. Coming in at number five, 
is Shinmu three. No, Shinmu three. No, the 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 dream. You will not even buy that game. The dream. Mark is my here. words. And it's coming out August twenty seventh for PC and PlayStation four. And uh, shortly thereafter, Yu Suzuki I have get to sucked be into there. a black. Hole. I have to be there day one. I mean, I just have to. It's, it's not even that I want to be. It's just I have to be. I would rather cut tiny little cuts in my body and pour, <laughs> pour salt all over myself. For me, that's no, that very specific. <laughs> For me, number five is Anthem. I'm I'm excited about this game. I want to be more excited about it than I am. See. As we get closer to that, to the release of that, my excitement for it just keeps. See, that's falling. what I, I'm. Ever since it got announced, the people that played it have been saying good things. I want to be more excited for it than I am. I, I'm a, I'm a Bioware fan for sure. I wouldn't call myself a huge Bioware fan, but I liked the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, I played Jade Empire. I played the original Kotor. So I, I'm. I'm hoping that this game delivers because it's more of a genre that I really like. That shared world co-op shooter. And I hope it's as... I, I just hope that they nail it because it could... You know what I see when I see Anthem? I see Mon- Monster Hunter World. And that's a problem. It's not me. even close. I see Monster Hunter World and that's a problem for that's me. That's a hunting game. Anthem's not a hunting game. It sort of is. No, it's not. It sort of is. Though. No, it's not. You fight giant monsters, don't you? Like one. In the one gameplay mission that they've shown. Well, that's all I need. It's, it's just too much like Monster Hunter World. I it's can't, more. It's I can't more. An, it's more like Destiny. Like an. It's an action game. But you, yeah, don't, but you don't go hunting giant monsters. But either way, it's just, it's just too close to Monster Hunter. You've World. watched thirty seconds of gameplay and judged. I'm it. done. I'm out. <laughs> okay, so for number four, I have Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. That's one I couldn't bring to put on my list. March twenty second. I don't so think it's I'll buy it. It's, good, it's a good first six months. I don't think I'll buy it. I'm, a, I'm very excited. I for thought this. about it. Uh, you know, I, because like we were talking about last week, there are so few games with good boss battles. Yeah. And the bosses they showed off in this game looked so good. Well, that's pre- that's pretty much From's calling card at yeah. this point. It's great boss battles. Yeah. Epic so, boss battles. So I'm there. I mean, the setting just looks cool. You know, the, the Devil May Cry setting turns me off at this point. But this Kiro setting, that looks good to me. Um, number four for me, it's The Last of Us 2. This made my list almost based upon my love for the first game. I love the, I hold the first game in my top ten all time, probably, based on like the story and visuals at the time alone. Um, what they've shown of The Last of Us 2, though, i got to say I'm, I'm concerned about it. Because to me... The whole first game is the dynamic between Joel and Ellie. And I get that they're kind of, you know, turning it on its head now and by making Ellie the star. I just hope that that's not a massive mistake. Because there's rumors that Joel's dead. I don't think he is. I think he's just kind of going to be, like, in a very unhappy place. He's not going to be as prominent as he I don't was. Know. I think it would be a cool idea to kill Joel. If he's already dead? Well, he's... Well, yeah. I mean, he's like the... Uh, There's rumors that he's a ghost. Yeah, he's sort of like the Obi-Wan Kenobi to... Uh, See, I don't think that's... Because the way they ended the first game, they're going to... I think they're going to make Joel pay for his sins as a character, you know? Yeah. Uh, because he re- he did the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, 
So I think you're going to see Joel kind of as like a beaten down, like defeated. See, I sort of, I, I sort of feel like you have to kill Joel because the first game he was like looking out for right. for her, and so the only character growth path at that point is to to take well, him think, away because I think he was could, like the guardian. I angel. think you could kill him during the game, maybe towards the end. Yeah. But if you took either Joel or either Ellie out of the first Last of Us, the game doesn't work. It's totally about the dynamic yeah. between those two. And I'm just concerned that like once you lose that dynamic, that the, neither character is as strong without the other. Maybe. And they may be setting but a they goal. Could, they could introduce new characters. They may be setting a goal from a storytelling standpoint to break away from that and make Ellie the central point and strong enough to carry it on her own. Which she probably is, but... I'm just a little concerned with it. Yeah. I, I, it's on my list, and I definitely am looking forward to it. I mean, those concerns are a reason to look forward to playing it alone. Yeah. But I'm just, I am a little concerned. Okay, so coming in at number three, I have Pokemon Switch 2019. We finally agreed on one. That was to my be, number three. To be announced. Um, you know, it's, it's Pokemon. It's on a, a sort of console. So, you know, yeah. it's as close to real Pokemon on a console as you're ever going to get. Maybe. Probably. See, that's my that's my fear is that we're just going to get more of the same. Just more of the same. Just no. on a Switch. No. Well, I mean, yes and no. But This is the game to me that can make me buy a Switch. Yeah. If they nail this... I just I, wonder how they'll... Will they, will they have the, the um, gumption to change how the battles function? Will they switch to, like, maybe more of a live-action battle? Instead of turn-based, you know my my favorite like monster game was the original Digimon World because I had never played it. That had um, I don't think it had like live battles. Yeah, like you didn't just like action. Yeah, and but with the battles, you you would call out commands mm-hmm. to your Digimon, and he may or may not follow mm-hmm. it. Or, and you know, it was just it was really an interesting take on the battles as compared to just you're uttering select. a word on podcast that nobody's had in ten years. What's that? Digimon. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it was just a really different take than how most of these are, where you just select an attack, and then they do it, and you just watch. So, I, I agreed with you. My number three was the Pokemon RPG. I talked about it earlier, so I'm not going to say much more, other than I really... I feel like this game has the potential to literally run the table. Like, this game could take over the gaming market and own it for 2019. Oh, yes. My expectation, however is that it's going to fall drastically short of what it should be in 2019 and that it won't won't be won't be what I want it to be at least but yeah. it still made my number 3. Okay, so at number 2 I have Resident Evil 2, the remake coming out January 25th. Um, you know, there's really not much to explain there. Resident Evil 2 was actually the first Resident Evil that I played and uh, it was for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I never played one. Um you know, looking back on it, I'm so glad I never played the original one. You probably never would have played two if you... God, it was rough. Um, but this, this remake just looks, it looks excellent. You know, I mean, this is how you do a remake, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what do you what do you think is better? They, they remade one in one style. They remake two in four style. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the better way to remake the Resident Evil series? I think there's going to be a big I, debate about I, this. I think, well, I think it's, I think they made the right decision for both because you can't do 
Resident Evil 1, those corridors in a mansion, if you did that in 4 style, you would never miss your shots. That's true. That's you would. True. You have to keep that, as much as people kind of despise those tank controls, Yeah. if you tried to make that more action-based, which they even added like the Crimson Heads and stuff to make yeah. it more action-y, but um, I think they made the right decisions for, for both, because... Twos was more action oriented. There was more zombies. It was out in a city, not in a tiny little mansion. Um, rooms in a mansion, per yeah. se. So I think they. Yeah, I think you're probably shows right. both. You're probably right. But two, I mean, two just looks incredible to me. Yeah. So for for my number two, I'm 100% confident this is not releasing in uh, 2019, which is why I put it at my number two instead of my number one. I think I know what's going to be. It's Halo Infinite. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Um, I I just that's a series that's always for me. It's gonna be that series that makes me feel like that seventeen, eighteen year old kid again, and going yeah. out to <laughs> playing it at, and getting it at midnight. You yeah. know that that's that series for yeah. me. That, that was cool. That even was cool even time. when they make missteps in the series, yeah, like they have with uh, every time they come out a new five, game, it just takes me back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still excited. I'll, no matter how bad the franchise gets, I'll always go back <laughs> hoping that I can rekindle that that fire. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I I doubt it'll come out. That's why. Yeah, I, didn't I don't make, think there's any. It didn't make my list because I'm. I think sure it's a Scarlet it's launch title. Um, you know, ironically though, the the game I have at my number one, I'm really not entirely sure it's coming out this year either. Is it Cyberpunk? It is Cyberpunk. Okay. 20, we, we, 70, we both so. put Cyberpunk. Yeah, I figured you probably had Cyberpunk too. I um, this one's fallen down my hype list. Though. Yeah, a little bit. Every time I see it though, it it goes back up. Like, yeah. Well, I mean. I gotta tell you, I think the 2013 reveal trailer, yeah, in my opinion, is the greatest trailer anyone has ever made. <laughs> Not like the that, Dead Island reveal trailer. That trailer was just so good. I mean, the other trailers they've done since are really good too, but that first trailer, God, that gave that got me so excited. And of course, I had to wait five years or more. The gameplay is what gets me excited for Cyberpunk yeah. when I see the gameplay. Yeah, that city. Do you remember oh. when they first? They didn't even show the gameplay. They let developers play it behind or yeah, everyone behind closed doors. Everyone was blown away. Yeah. So that gave me a lot of. Well, it goes back hope. to what I said. If you have good graphics, that's like fifty percent of battle. Yeah, because yeah. people will just get excited for you know something that they've never seen before. This, when I see Cyberpunk, I think that this game is kind of the beginning of next gen yeah next the true yeah next gen. like yeah. this is like delivering even though it's on the current gen yeah this is a game that's like the beginning of where we're going yeah, Tri- yeah there's triple a there's least. always the, that one game that sort of defines what next gen is yeah and this definitely has like that. the last of us was kind of one of those games you know it came yeah. out and like the, the production value was through the roof yeah. and it, even though it was on the playstation 3 it was like this is where games are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right at the end of PlayStation yeah. Three, so it, yeah, it did give you that vibe of like, this is what's going. We're going to write. We're going to be rivaling movies now. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, so yeah, you got some honorable usually. mentions. Uh, yeah, uh, honorable mentions. I have uh, the Dark Pictures, Man of Medan. I know what that is. That is uh, from the same people that did. Uh, oh yeah, Until yeah. Dawn. Yeah, it's like their. Next I know what game. you're talking about. So. So that's got me kind of interested. Um, I got Metroid Ex- or uh, Metro Exodus, uh, which is coming out February twenty second. Yeah, pretty soon. I heard some not so great things about that, but I'm still hopeful because it looks it looks really cool. 
Uh, I got Bayonetta 3, but I'm not convinced that's coming out. I think it will. This year. I mean, let's hope. And uh, I got the, uh, I'm not sure if I named this right, but the uh, Sinking City. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is it Sinking or Sunken? The Cthulhu. I can't remember. I think it's it's Sinking. I wrote the Sinking City, so I hope that's what what it's actually called, but I wrote that off the top of my head. Uh, I had two honorable mentions, uh, Metroid Prime 4. The original Metroid Prime was a game that I will always look back on very fondly. The two follow-ups I wasn't nearly as excited for, but I'm kind of hoping that Metroid Prime 4 looks and plays great. Again, coupled with Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. If those three games, Metroid Prime 4, Luigi's Mansion 3, and Pokemon all release in 2019 and they're all home <laughs> runs, I will get a Switch. <laughs> I really will. Um, and then the other one is actually Control. This is Remedy's new game. Oh, yeah. What they've shown of this game graphically looks great. And the destruction in the environments... It's almost like a throwback and kind of like a next-gen version of Max Payne's bullet time. Like, there's a lot of, like, shooting through concrete pillars and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, the game looks excellent. And it probably should have made my list, too. They, Remedy kind of needs a hit. You know, Alan Wake has a lot of fans, but it didn't really succeed that well. And then Quantum Break basically fell on deaf ears. Like, nobody really writes home about that. It was really forgettable. Yeah. So this control, I think, is kind of because it takes a lot from Quantum Break. It's kind of like Max Payne and Quantum Break combined. And I, I just hope it's a success because Remedy's a talented studio, and I'm hoping it delivers because they do they do gritty storytelling really really well. Yeah. And that actually segues us into our did you know? Did you know that the the Max Payne voice actor is playing a character in Control? I did not know that. He's back. So oh, that's good. That he has one of those really uh iconic voices. Yeah, you'll you'll know it when you hear it. Oh yeah. So that brings us to what we played this week. So what'd you get into this week? Well I played this week was Smash really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I unlocked all the characters. You got um, them all? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm pretty far in the world of light. I've uh, I've unlocked a lot of uh, whatever the trophies are called now. I don't think they're called trophies anymore, they're spirits. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I'm really close to being done with the game. I think, outside of just playing it, you know, yeah. casually with whoever. Uh, with the online system that doesn't really exist. Yeah, exactly. So you can't really even play it that way. So I tried Celeste. I talked about that earlier. I also tried Breach. I got into the alpha for this game. This is a team of former Bioware developers, and they've made a. Imagine. I don't know how to describe this game. It's a, it functions like Monster Hunter, but you don't hunt monsters. You go out on these like thirty-minute missions, uh-huh. and it's a co-op action RPG from there. And there's all these different classes: demon hunter, necromancer, you know, like ninja style assassin. There's tons of classes. The game plays really smoothly. It looks good visually. Uh-huh. Like the gameplay is good. They've obviously got some balancing stuff to go on, but the game is so repetitive like once you've played one mission and I know it's only an alpha so maybe they can change this up but you've played the whole thing like you literally just run around you basically it, it's I can't even describe so it's like Monster Hunter World then no like once you play the first mission you play the whole game I've played Monster Hunter style games this was much more repetitive than Monster Hunter is yeah it, it's just 
that like I feel like they got they've got great gameplay. They've got like all the good pieces, uh-huh. but there's just like no reason to really play it. it uh-huh. It's just like this is the same freaking thing. It's like the same thirty second gameplay loop over and over and over and over. You know, I I was thinking about it just now. I was like. How many games are really just like the same 30 second Well, that's what loop? that's bunk you literally oh. touted that for Halo. <laughs> Do you remember? They called it that 30 seconds of fun. Shooting and throwing grenades. That just yeah. that was their whole game. Yeah, that's true, I guess. But they did a good job at least, you know, like the terrain was always But very that that's literally what Bungie touted. Like on all their old vid docs, they always used to say you need 30 seconds of fun and then you just repeat it. Repeat yeah. it. Repeat yeah. it. But this was one of the more repetitive games I've played in a long time. Like the gameplay was great. I tried a few different classes. All played very smoothly. The classes were good. They were diverse. But just like... You're just killing the same beanpole mobs over and over and over again. Yeah. So that... I, other than that, I played all my traditional multiplayer games. And not much to say about that. Just yeah. Play a lot of multiplayer games. So we've got some draw your own conclusions this week. Breaking news, everyone. Not exclusive to God Mode Unlocked episode 25, but breaking news. Rare has decided to add a story to Sea of Thieves. All right. Everybody I mean, everybody clap. All ten people that's yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's got a really decent player base, which I can't believe. Yeah. But this to me is like... Okay, you decided to add a story to your game. That's wonderful. You should have had this yeah. eight months ago. You know... Um, I played this game out two or three times. So that's exactly. And I, I think I think the third time I played it, my teammates locked me in the the dungeon. <laughs> the you know, well, yeah. I mean, I was playing by myself, and like they were, you know, they were like a group or whatever. So they just they locked me in the brig, and uh, just just to troll them, I, I didn't quit out of the game. I just stayed in the brig. So, so that way they couldn't have like another person. <laughs> I just. I, Shut the controller down. That's away. that's like a twenty year ago online <laughs> gaming thing. Yeah. There. So here here's your next draw your own conclusion. Shamu three requires a hundred gigabytes of hard drive space. A hundred gigs. You know, there's always sort of a race between um, the size games are and the the hard drive space that's <laughs> like you know being created. Yeah, and. Uh, for a while there, I started to sweat it because games were like 100 gigabytes. Yeah, Red Dead uh, 2 is like 150 gigabytes. And the, and the largest like uh, hard drive you could really get affordably was like 2 terabytes. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh, that's like 20 games now. You know, like yeah. that's not that many. Yeah. And, uh, you know, listen to us, that's not that many, but... Yeah. <laughs> As we did our backlog. Yeah, a but I mean, there used ago. to be a time where you could play like a million games on. Yeah. So, but I think, you know... It, the hard drives are getting bigger. They're getting up towards like 8 and 10. I just, I hear this and I'm like, how deep can this game possibly be? Because it sounds like they developed it on a kind of, you know, I want to say small budget, but definitely not AAA. Yeah. So how big can this game really be? Yeah, I, I don't like, know. Is the forklift driving really in-depth <laughs> or what? And Jack, I watched Jack Black's first gaming video this week on his new channel. It is absolutely atrocious. It was one of the most annoying things that I've watched in a long... It's three minutes long, and all he does is he goes up to pinball machines in the Pinball Hall of Fame, and he makes really stupid jokes. That was, like, that was the biggest... Yeah. Like, I felt, like, sticky after watching it. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to watch this ever again. 
All right, time for some time to nerd out. Time for some off-topic TV, movie, comic stuff. They finally announced the release date for Stranger Things 3, and it's on the 4th of July. So mark your calendars. I'm taking the 4th of July off. My wife and I are watching this Binging start to finish. through. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean... Uh, this is taking... This is in my top three shows now. Is it like, really? Yeah, the when first did, season, when did, definitely. When did you become such a Stranger Things fan? The first season. I loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I love it too. Uh, I don't know. Like Since I've seen Dark, that that sort of... I don't want to say it displaced it, but it... I don't know. It's just so much different to yeah, me. Yeah, they, they are very different. Season two of Stranger Things... Like, they share some... I mean, in the fact that the cast has a lot of kids, yeah. but they really, but and they're is, sci-fi. But elements. this is probably still, to me, the best series, in English at least, um, on Netflix. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope it delivers. Like, I mean, I, I'm excited. The I'm, first I'm, season I'm I absolutely loved. Like, the second season I didn't feel was as good. Still great, yeah. but not as good. Yeah. So I'm hoping the third can be, you know. Did you see the poster for it? I did, but I can't really remember it. It was it was from the, the monsters' kids. point of view, I think. Maybe I guess it's all the kids like pointing at fireworks. And, yeah, and then it's a stranger. Well, that's what I think they said is that that's why Eleven's but looking I mean, at the camera. Yeah, because she knows the monsters there. Oh, that could be. But yeah. she's the only one that knows it's there. But did you see how they're dressed? No. Oh God. <laughs> those '80s shorts. Oh God, and those socks. So Aquaman. Has now become the highest-grossing DC Comics movie in history. Are you surprised by this? Has surpassed Wonder Woman. I mean, let's face it. The, the, I think it's a travesty. The, the DC Cinema Universe is just like Bizarro World. But why Aquaman? I mean, if you if you hopped in a if you hopped in a time machine, and you went back 10, 20 years ago, or even thirty or forty years ago, and you said, "Hey, they're going to make this shared universe." Of DC characters, isn't that cool? And everyone would be like, "Yeah, that's really cool." And then he said, "Yeah, and Aquaman's gonna be the most popular." Like everyone yeah, would be what like, I mean. "What? What are you like, talking about?" Like I feel like, I mean, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman being popular made a whole lot of sense. Yeah, Aquaman, not so much. No. <laughs> have Have you seen it yet? No, I'm never going to. It looks so stupid. I, I'm gonna see it at some point, but. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I didn't watch Wonder Woman. But I'll say this. You know, it was by um, the guy that did the Fast and Furious 7, yeah. 7 and One of them. 8, whatever. And uh, he, he seems to be able to hit, you know, make hit movies at will. So Warner Brothers better back the truck up and uh, lock them down. Next for, thing, we're going to have a Aquaman 2 in development. Oh, yeah, boy. They better let him do the Justice League movies. From yeah, <laughs> maybe. So... There's a Batwoman pilot being filmed. Apparently, Batwoman debuted on one of the other DC yeah. television shows. Yeah. The pilot's being directed by David Nutter, who's one of the most prominent Game of Thrones directors. He usually de- directs the, some of the really big like battle episodes. And uh, Ruby Rose as Batwoman. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. we always talk about how it's funny that you know Marvel. Has got the movies, but they can't nail the shows. DC seems to be able to nail the shows, but they can't nail the movies. Have you seen um, what this character looks like? Batwoman? Yeah. Yeah. In, I mean, on the show. Yeah. I've seen oh, okay. a picture of her. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks pretty decent. Batwoman was always a character that Especially I these, wanted to get into. For these DC shows. Yeah. Which seemed to run on, on like a shoestring budget. Yeah. I, I, I thought her costume and her look was pretty good. 
Look pretty good. Yeah. For what they have. I did purchase a few issues like Batwoman comics back in the college days. I thought she was an interesting character. She's just not like Batgirl and stuff I didn't care about, but Batwoman I thought yeah. was interesting. You know, I, I was never really interesting because she used guns and stuff. and I thought Does that, she? Well, at one point she did. I don't know if she still does. Um, and I always thought that was kind of a cop-out. So speaking of Batman, The Batman, the next Batman movie, is reportedly going to start filming this November... And no one knows if it's going to be Atfleck in the bat suit or if it's going to be somebody else. Well, knowing the suits at Warner Brothers, they probably don't know either. What's your? Uh, do you think he'll be back for this one? Because supposedly he's he's going to be in Suicide Squad too. That's Batman. Well, it just seems like if there was somebody else, they would have announced would have it by now. They would have gone out. Who would? Who, I still don't know who they would get though. Like, and and it's hard to predict because there's no who. Who were oh John, John Ham? John Ham was stumping to be. He's not fit enough though. He's a great yeah. Bruce Wayne. Oh, he'd be an. He's not a great Batman, Batman, I think. I don't know if he'd make it. Actually, on second thought, I'm not even sure if he'd make an excellent Bruce Wayne, because he he's got that sort of like prick quality to him. That's fine. But Bruce Wayne is sort of like the. He can perfect, be charming too. He, he's the perfect. Don guy. Draper could be super charming when he yeah, needed yes. to. John Hamm also But he, said, he does have that like high class quality of, yeah. to him. Like you, he just looks like he's made of money. Yeah. So yeah. you'd believe that part. Jake Gyllenhaal was rumored. Um I think he just said flat out, No, I'm not it's not I'm it's not me. He just yeah, he doesn't really seem to fit the part to me. I I don't know who else they would Jake get. Gyllenhaal he always seemed like he'd have been perfect for I mean it's too late now, but he always seems like he would have been perfect for Spider Man. He's jacked now though. He's yeah. he's He's not really... And then at one point, they were considering him for Spider-Man. And he seemed perfect. I never knew that Jake Gyllenhaal was Bubble Boy. Irma, like, blew my mind with that. Remember that movie Bubble Boy? Oh, yes. I had no idea. Okay, yeah. All right, so this coming week, CES 2019, it's January 8th to the 11th. Sometimes you see, like, one big announcement made at CES. It depends. I mean, I love tech. Yeah. You know, I'll be watching this like a hawk. Yeah, I doubt there'll be any, like bombs dropped but yeah. there's always new products announced well you know i mean the the uh i think it'll probably be dominated by the smart home um so it'll be mostly like amazon versus google yeah i know that like nvidia and amd and intel those guys will all have new chips and it's, cards and isn't that kind of weird to like talk about amazon as a tech company i mean what's next? really next year will we be talking about like will it be walmart and amazon versus google i hope not. i hope walmart goes out of business <laughs> but expect some news from there for sure tech time next week will probably be a big segment so games releasing this week i don't know how to pronounce half of these so i'm gonna warn you <laughs> catastronauts comes to switch jcb pioneer mars comes to switch you know how to say this one? I don't know, but I think... Uh, Piku Niku comes I, to PC. I think Nintendo Switch. might want a word with them. <laughs> yeah. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey comes to 3DS. I can't believe Nintendo is still publishing games for the 3DS, yeah, but they are. Stop. New Super Mario Brothers yeah. U comes to Switch. And Tales of... Vesperia. Vesperia Definitive Edition comes out on, like, everything... This Tales series, yeah, back in the GameCube days, yeah, 
when there was a new Tales game, yeah. it was like a big thing. Well, yeah. now there's like so many. There's Tales of this, Tales of that, well, Tales of this, Tales of that. I can't follow it. I feel like the Tales, Nor do I care the Tales series back in the GameCube era was a big deal because coming out of the N64 era, Nintendo had like no RPGs. Yeah, yeah. So going into the GameCube, like, oh, here's this like really, you know, Japanese looking RPG, yeah. which was a big deal at the time. Uh, you know, so I got a lot about a lot of excitement and attention. But and I feel like there's a new Tales game like every other week now. Yeah, it's like Tales yeah. of this, Tales of that. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think the series is any good, but... Uh, it know, was at one point, I at, think. At the time, it was exciting just yeah. because of, you know, the nature of the console. Yeah. So that's it for this week. That's episode 25. I feel like we covered a lot and we actually moved along pretty quick. So yeah. That's pretty good. An hour and a we're, 40 minutes. We're getting more efficient, apparently. Yeah. So that's always a good thing. Although I just learned that in... Uh, search optimization the longer your video or whatever is the higher it ranks because they want you to be on your their service for longer oh really so if you do like a five minute podcast so we should uh we should do like a just add six hours of silence well we'll have to do a 24 hours of god mode yeah there you go where it's just mostly silence and us sleeping or something yeah but that's it for this week uh check back next week check out all of our social media get some updates from us throughout the week join our discord Follow me on Twitch, Mayor Reynolds WP. Play some good games. Happy New Year. This is our first episode yeah. of 2019. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah, the so. big 25 over and out. God mode's going places in 2019. See ya.